You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of Swiss Army Man. You know, I had always hoped that right before I died, my life would flash before my eyes, and I would see wonderful things. But as I was hanging up there, I didn't really see much of anything. I did see you. All right, everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for Swiss Army Man, and the story is as follows. Being stranded on a deserted island leaves young Hank bored, lonely, and without hope. As a rope hangs around his neck, Hank prepares to end it all, until he suddenly spots a man laying by the shore. Unfortunately, he is dead and quite flatulent. Using the gassy body to his advantage, Hank miraculously makes it back to the mainland. However... He finds himself lost in the wilderness and dragging the talking corpse named Manny along for the adventure. The film is starring Paul Dano, Daniel Radcliffe, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and it is written and directed by Daniel Shiner and Daniel Kwan, otherwise known as The Daniels. Here to join me today for this throwback podcast review, I have Alyssa Christian. Hello. Josh Parham. Hello, hello. And joining us back here on the show as a guest you know him as the oscar expert cole yeager everyone good evening this is the oscar expert <laughs> <laughs> oh man wild to be re-watching this movie talking about this movie less than 24 hours after daniel kwan and daniel Scheinert's film everything everywhere all at once made history at the oscars last night and now they are the recipient of three Academy Awards for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. Swiss Army Man is their feature directorial debut as a duo, and I just cannot believe how far these two have come from one film to their second film and just the success that they've had as a result, while still at the same time from Swiss Army Man 2, Everything Everywhere All at Once, retaining that singular voice, style, originality, and taking concepts that on paper one would go, no, that shouldn't work. And yet they are able to find the beauty within the weirdness of it all. Very excited to dive into Swiss Army Man with you all here. Uh, Let's start off first with our guest, Cole. Cole, opening thoughts, general feelings. What did you think of Swiss Army Man? Back when you saw it, however long ago it was, how do you feel about it today? I actually have an interesting experience uh, with like watching the movie for the first time. So like, I think I was in New York by the Union Square Theater, and I was like, I had some free time. I don't even remember why. I think I was doing like some terrible internship, and I had some free time. So I was just like, let me go check out this movie. I heard some people like it, but I feel like I'm gonna hate it because it sounds like it's it just has like a bunch of fart jokes. So I watched it. And I was like, hold on, this is great. And like, I, and I, yeah, I got out of the movie and I was like thrilled because I was actually, I was expecting like a mid movie and I actually got a great movie that I was thinking about a lot and I was like ready to see it again. Um, so I really love this movie and this is the first time, I've, well, not the first time because I watched it again, like a few months after that. And then I watched it recently and I've never seen it, you know, after everything, everywhere, all at once. But 
I still really do love this movie. It's not, it's obviously not like as maximalist insane, but I still think like, I, I, I don't even think it's that far. I think everything everywhere is a better movie, but I don't even think it's that far off. Like I think they achieved, you know, with both these movies, they just made weird. They just made weirdness very beautiful. And you know, both the movies are very moving and thought-provoking at the same time. And they're super weird, and they embrace, I guess, the weirdness of the filmmakers, too. And the personality of the Daniels comes through a lot. Um, yeah, I guess I can just start with that. Yeah, totally cool. Definitely some good opening thoughts here. Alyssa, how about you? What has been your experience with Swiss Army Man? Yeah, so surprisingly, I had not seen this film <laughs> prior to Everything Everywhere all at once. And I actually just watched it for the first time today. So, <laughs> Wow. I know, I know. Well, I think when it came out originally, I was not, you know ready for that kind of movie that was not my taste at the time so but now that my tastes you know film wise have evolved and I've come to appreciate films like everything everywhere I am glad that I waited until now to see it because it was the perfect time and especially after the you know big night the Daniels had last night it was really great to see it finally and experience it thankfully i didn't really know too much of what happened i just knew kind of the gist of what happened and it was a really great two-person showcase for paul dano and daniel radcliffe and it, i just want to say how awesome it is that daniel radcliffe has chosen the most bizarre roles post harry potter so definitely kudos to him for that and it was just so wonderfully weird that it really is a great precursor to, you know, everything everywhere. And hopefully, you know, we don't have to wait half a decade in between, you know, their different films. Although, I mean, if it is that long in between, that means they're spending time to make them great. So, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this. Yeah, cool. Love it. Josh Parm, how about you? Well, I definitely remember seeing this in 2016 and at the time kind of going into it feeling like it was just going to be a bit of a novelty because it definitely was being sold as the weird farting corpse movie starring harry potter like that absolutely was kind of the general feeling going into the film and was surprised to find something that i found to be very creative very moving even in some places and was smartly written and executed and was very taken aback by that. And, you know, I had no context of who the Daniels were, obviously, but I thought that it was a really great kind of experience, but weirdly haven't really revisited it in such a long time, really, since it came out. And since we were going to be talking about it, I did watch it again. And it, it is sort of interesting to see very similar, maybe not necessarily ideas, ideas in between this and everything everywhere but kind of a a sentiment of uh as was said kind of embracing the weirdness of life and having that really tied into these deeper emotions that you're dealing with and it is fascinating to see it on such a small scale here and and so absurd that it act it does actually work i don't think completely successfully i think there are times when the weirdness is a little bit overwhelming and kind of gets in the way of the the deeper messaging that it's going for 
But I still found this movie to to be very, very well done. And I think that despite the very strange concept that this movie is working with, it actually is dealing with some real emotions behind it. And I think that's very commendable. I think that shows what great storytellers the Daniels are. And yeah, this is still, I find, to be a really kind of special movie. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So this movie premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in 2016. It prompted walkouts from people who saw it there. Went on to win Best Director, though, uh, from the festival for The Daniels. And I saw it when it released theatrically in the summer of 2016. I know this because I wrote the review for it over at nextbestpicture.com. And that was back when I was writing reviews for every movie I saw. And so... I remember like it was yesterday walking into the theater. It was a big theater. It wasn't a small indie art house theater. It was a big one, lots of seats. And I think it was myself and maybe two other people in there. But for all intents and purposes, I felt like I was the only person in that auditorium watching this movie. And I really didn't have any preconceived ideas of what this was going to be like necessarily. I remember I had watched the trailer and I was curious about it, but then actually sitting down, watching it, experiencing it, I was so incredibly awestruck by the creativity, the originality. And then by the time it gets to the third act and its themes really start to become more crystallized, I was once again stunned by how thematically layered and deep its ideas were. Um, it was something that, on a first-time watch, really stood out to me that year in 2016, so much so that I ended up putting it in my top 10 of the year. Having now watched it again, only for a second time, today, before this recording, the day after the Daniels have had their Oscar success with Everything Everywhere All at Once, I will admit it didn't hold up as well on a rewatch for me. I still think the third act is fantastic, Everything else that comes before it, I do think it is the novelty of not necessarily knowing what is to come and kind of that out of left field, spontaneous, energizing feeling of this is so outrageous and so unlike anything I've ever seen before that you're kind of just along for the ride. But once you know that on a rewatch, I don't think it holds the same power, and it actually kind of felt a bit tedious to me at times. Uh, there are still some very enjoyable moments and sequences, and I think that Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe are excellent in this, especially because of how committed they are to Daniel's vision, something that was also extremely important everything, everywhere, all at once. Even if the actors didn't fully understand what was going on, you could tell that there was pure commitment from everybody to execute 
what their vision was. And I, I definitely got a similar sense of that here. So overall, still a good movie and something I feel like they have eclipsed since then with everything everywhere all at once. And it just leads me into um, a talking point that we had on last night's show, actually, post-Oscars, which was, where did the Daniels go after everything everywhere all at once? And seeing something like Swiss Army Man now kind of back-to-back with everything everywhere, I never want these guys to ever change. Don't give them a big blockbuster or a franchise film. Let them go off in their corner and let them just keep doing weird shit like this because if they can just use that as a way to unlock these deeper themes and messages and connect with us on such a profound emotional level, that's what's going to make them stand out within this very oversaturated marketplace at the end of the day. Right. I mean, it's actually sort of funny to watch Swiss Army Man and kind of realize that this is the movie you make before your big Oscar success. It actually sort of feels like it should be the other way around. Like this weird ass concept is what you do after you've won a bunch of Oscars. And I think what it does speak to is their sensibilities to embrace the absurdity in life, but also recognize that it can be connected to something very real and very human. And even though you're watching very bizarre things happen, you can understand the humanity that it is shining a light on. And even in this one, that is a little bit kind of rough around the edges and something like everything everywhere. It's still kind of fascinating to see it still crystallize, as you said, so much within the narrative and the storytelling. And that's something I do really appreciate about this movie, even if it isn't wholly successful all the way through. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to our preview of our review for Swiss Army Man here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full over hour long review, you will have to head on over to Next Best Picture's Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get the rest of this review and other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Watch them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.